Welcome to It's All Geek to Me, a podcast where two friends experience popular nerdy franchises for the first time. My name is Leah, and this season my co-host Kelly and I will be traveling to a galaxy far, far away as Kelly experiences Star Wars for the very first time. And I'm the expert. Let's dive in. Hey, Leah. Hey, Kelly. I have a secret. Tell me. I'm not going to tell you until the end of this episode. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I have, I think I know. <gasps> no, don't say it. Don't oh, guess. I know exactly what it is. I know you know. Me too. All right, let's go. Let's do the episode. I'm shocked. Okay, <laughs> let's just dive into it. So we actually left off our last section at a really upsetting point. Yeah, which I did on purpose to purposely upset you. Yeah. Leah said, I know how much Kelly likes the little Jedi. Let me have her think about how they've been cut down and murdered. Yep. Which mm-hmm. was very kind of her as all best friends should do. Absolutely. Take notes, people. (laughs) (laughs) But we actually started off this section right after that, which is when Padme is looking out the window, watching the Jedi Temple pretty much burning down. Yeah. And C-3PO comes in and he's trying to reassure her that Anakin is fine. Padme is crying. She's super upset, which is understandable. Yeah, because she has no idea that Anakin caused said destruction. (laughs) Yeah. He's As far as she knows, he could be there. Dead. Dying with all the other Jedi. Mm -hmm. So then meanwhile, I didn't realize who this was until a couple scenes later. I just wrote some random guy goes to the temple, but it turns out he's a senator. (laughs) Yeah, he honestly is the most random character we did see Mm -hmm. him earlier actually in the first part that we watched anakin went up to him and said oh senator organa but you didn't make note of it so i just let it go no i have i had no idea who he was (laughs) yeah but he ends up being a pretty important guy but we'll talk about that later do you recognize this actor like have you seen him in anything before you have to start learning that I'm not good at recognizing actors. Well, I know him from Dexter. Oh, I haven't really watched Dexter. <gasps> Dexter's really good. Well, mostly really good. So when that show was first coming out, I used to hang out in the living room while my brother watched it. So I would ah. look up occasionally and I know what it's about, but I've never seen it. Well, this actor is in the last good season of Dexter. You know, it's weird that I know specifically which season it was that I <laughs> used to hang out with. With my brother while he watched but it was season four so i don't know what that was if it was a good season or not you know we're digressing this guy's great <laughs> i like him but anyway he's very random in this movie so yeah so he goes up i didn't even know where he was at first but it, i think it was the temple right the jedi temple yeah it was the temple and he's like what's going on and the clones are like oh there's been a rebellion but don't worry it's under control and i wrote i don't know who that guy is but now i do <laughs> and they tell him to leave and they actually are kind of threatening about it like they're pointing their guns at him and then some jedi kid jumps out starts cutting them down with his little braid yeah i saw his little padawan braid and then honestly kind of a shocking moment where he gets shot down and killed by the clones and the senator screams no and then he flies off and the clones are like don't worry about him let him go which i was like why would you let him go well because He's a senator and Palpatine is trying to gain the favor of the senators. True, true. Although not a great start. Mm, No. (laughs) So meanwhile, we do get a glimpse of Obi. It looks like he survived that big fall into the water. So that's nice. Although it looks like the droids are searching for him. Yeah. And then we also cut back to the Wookiee planet and it is now nighttime. Destruction.
production is complete. It looks like the droids are just looking through and they see that all the Wookiees are dead. And then we get a confirmation. We talked in our last section about how that one Wookiee looked a lot like Chewbacca. And it is Chewbacca. And it was confirmed. I don't know if you forgot or if you were just messing with me. (laughs) But I was like, it did look like him. I forgot that that moment happened, honestly. Yeah, so that was confirmed. (laughs) Yoda is getting into like a little escape pod and he's saying goodbye to him. And he actually says that he's going to miss him, which I thought was really cute. Mm -hmm. We're going to miss you too, Chewie. Hope to see you again. Yeah, but we'll see him again soon. (laughs) So then the senator who escaped the clones, he's talking with some other people and he, I'm guessing other senators. And he's like, hopefully we can intercept a few Jedi before they walk into this catastrophe. Yeah. And then meanwhile, we see Obi, he's hiding from the clones who decide that he probably didn't survive that fall and he's probably dead. He gets into a jet. He flies off. I'm still hoping that his little screeching lizard friend is just chilling, having a good time somewhere. Yeah. I'm not going to think about it. (laughs) And then Obi gets calmed by the senator and he confirms that the attack happened everywhere and that like pretty much all the Jedi are being gunned down. Mm -hmm. So then we cut back to Padme and Anakin comes in. They run to each other. They're embracing. And Padme is like, oh my gosh, you're right. I saw what happened at the temple. And he's like, the Jedi are trying to overthrow the Senate and assassinate Palpatine. Which I was like, oh no, this idiot's going to believe him. Because why wouldn't she? Yeah, I mean, I guess... That's kind of true, but... I mean, yeah. Important facts are being left out that Palpatine is a Sith Lord and that's why they're trying to kill him. Yeah, absolutely. So then Padme's like, what are you going to do? And he's like, my loyalties lie with the Chancellor. And then she's like, what about Obi-Wan? And he's like, I don't know, but I hope he remains loyal to the Chancellor, (laughs) which I feel like should have been her first red flag. Yeah, seriously. But I think it is because she's like, I'm afraid. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. And he's like, have faith. The Chancellor gave me an important mission. The separationists are on Mustafar and I'm going there to end the war. And then he asked Padme a few times to wait for him and then he leaves, which I was like, bye. Bye. See you you soon. (laughs) And then we also see R2-D2 and C-3PO parting ways. And R2-D2 says something that causes C-3PO to respond and be like, well, he's under a lot of stress right now. Yeah. So (laughs) it makes me think R2-D2 is getting suspicious. And C-3PO is doing C-3PO things and being like, no. That's fine. That's all good. We're yeah. good. In classic Kelly fashion. Yeah. But I definitely feel like R2 said something like, yo, this guy's kind of crazy. Help. <laughs> 100%. So then we see Obi. He's meeting up with that senator and Yoda, and he asks how many survived. And Yoda says he hasn't heard from anyone. By the way, for the most part, when I have written down Yoda's lines, I have not cut them in half and put the end in the beginning. <laughs> just the wrote beginning, them normal. The end. Yeah. I just wrote them normally, but you guys get the gist of it. Yeah. <laughs> but he also says that there was a coded message telling all the Jedi to return to the temple and that the war is over and Obi instantly is like well then we have to go back and I thought this was weird at this point because I was thinking doesn't that seem like a trap? Yes but it's a trap for the other Jedi so they know it's a trap so they can go in with the knowledge this is a trap we need to go intercept this message and change it and tell the Jedi stay away I realized at some point that they knew it was a trap but I thought at this point that Obi did not know. No he did. He did. He's smarter than he looks. But he didn't want the other Jedi to fall into the trap. Okay. So then we cut to a very evil-looking planet filled with magma, which I guess is Mustafar. Yeah. They said it when they first mentioned Mustafar, but it is a volcanic 
planet. Very cool. It was actually reminding me a little bit of our season one. <gasps> Mordor. Where the final movie was also a little bit in a volcanic area. Yeah. Wow. Throwback. So I was getting lots of flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where the separationists are. And they're talking to Palpatine on a little FaceTime call. And they say that the plan's going well. And Palpatine is like, well, my apprentice Darth Vader is coming and he'll take care of you when he arrives, which <laughs> I love the way he when said that happens. It. Yeah. Yeah. Not what they thought. It actually just recently happened. I'm watching the Ozarks with Ryan right now. And you keep calling it the Ozarks. It's just Ozark, Kelly. It's just Ozark. <laughs> they live in the Ozarks and the show is called Ozark. You know what? Agree to disagree. <laughs> anyway, in the show, the Ozarks. No, the reason that that happens and that constantly happens, and Ryan and I laugh about it too because other people correct us all the time. Before we started watching it, we went to a bar with a few friends and we met this guy there who was chatting with us and he was like, yeah, the other day I was watching the Ozarks and blah, blah, blah. You guys should really watch it. And that's why we started watching oh it. Oh my gosh. So we've just been calling no. it the Ozarks. No. But anyway, this is a huge digression, huge digression just to say, I'm not going to spoil anything, but in the show, a character just said like, oh, once he comes over, he'll take care of you. And another way to say like, he's going to kill, gonna kill you. <laughs> and I just, I don't know. I love that trope. I love when they're like, he's going to take care of you. Yeah. They had no clue. Gotcha. Take care of you. So then we see Obi-Wan and Yoda. They're on a ship with the senator and the senator gets a message that there is a special Senate session. And Yoda is like, well, if there's a special session going on, we can sneak into the temple a little bit easier. And that was the point where I was like, oh, okay, so they know it's a trap yeah. now. But mm -hmm. I guess they always knew. Yeah, they did always know. <laughs> I didn't always know. So then Anakin lands on Mustafar and he tells R2-D2 to stay with the ship, which I thought that R2-D2 was going to go do something heroic or at least record the bad stuff going on. No. But he doesn't. He just stays with the ship, which is fine. He's like, you know what, this time, I'm just going to listen. Do what I'm told. <laughs> this is a little too intense for me. So then he goes goes into the room with the separationist and he closes all of the doors off. And then meanwhile, we see Yoda fighting off the clones and Obi-Wan is also there fighting off the clones at the temple. Yeah. At this point, we get a lot of shots intercut. I feel like in our last section, we got almost no intercutting, yeah, which lot. is something that I really enjoy mm -hmm. in this show, but we got it a lot, a lot in this section. A lot. This particular part was a little hard to, it was just so much, so much cutting back and forth that not really yeah. much was happening in the cuts. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. But I tried to write down what I could. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to go through it. Then we cut to Palpatine. He's telling the Senate that the Jedi rebellion has been foiled. And the senator who is with the Jedi goes up to Padme and he's like, what's going on? And Padme is like, oh, Palpatine is explaining how the Jedi had a plot to overthrow the Senate. And then Palpatine says the remaining Jedi will be hunted down and defeated. And then everyone claps, which <laughs> I thought was a little intense. And so did Padme so did a little Padme. bit later. Yeah. She said an awesome line, but we'll talk about it when it comes up. She did say an awesome line. It was a great I line. knew you would love oh, that. Love I knew it. you would love that. Yeah. <laughs> it did give me chills though. Also though with this whole Senate meeting, I mean I guess Organa wouldn't know what side Padme is on, but why wouldn't he just tell Padme, yo, by the way, this guy's evil. I know he's evil. I was just with Yoda and Obi-Wan, <laughs> but he doesn't say anything. Yeah, but I feel like at that point it is a little scary because you're like, can I tell this person? Like, can I trust this person? Yeah, yeah. that's probably what I think it is. So then we we cut back to Obi and Yoda. They're at the temple and they're looking at all of the fallen Jedi. And then Obi says that not even the young ones survived. And Yoda points out that one of the Padawan learners 
was actually killed by a lightsaber. This also gave me chills. So scary. And Ovi was like, who could have done this? But I think he kind of like knew in his heart. I don't know. I feel like in his heart he didn't know until he really? saw it. Yeah. He didn't search his feelings and no, know it to be true? he did not search oh. his feelings in this moment. I really don't think he expected it to be Anakin, to be honest. I think that was Dang. just as surprising to him. Well, it wasn't surprising to us. So it was only him. He was the only one surprised. Yeah, fair. <laughs> Hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah. So then we also cut down to Anakin. As soon as he says, who could have done this? We cut to Anakin literally murdering, murdering. all of the separation. Yeah. So very cool cutting there. Sad fish finally meets his end. I know I was so sad. I actually did write that part down because fish face man was like, the war is over. Lord City has promised us peace. All I want is. And then he got I cut. I just wanted Ugh. to know what did he want? A glass of water? Yeah, potentially. Yeah. For his fish face. We'll write that on his tombstone. <laughs> All he wanted Aww. was a glass of water. Probably. We don't know for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been world domination though. Yeah. So then we cut back to Palpatine and he says the attempt on his life left him scarred and deformed, but his resolve has never been stronger, which I thought was important to note because I was wondering how he was going to explain that he suddenly looks super evil. <laughs> He's just deformed. Yeah. That's all it is. Scarred and deformed. I mean, I, I wouldn't even call that deformed. I would just call that like evil looking. Evil. Yeah. The eyes and the... Speaking of the eyes, we also really quickly cut to Anakin. His eyes start glowing yellow, which yeah. I thought was kind of wild. And so did Palpatine's. Yes. Evil. And then Palpatine says that the Republic will be reorganized into the Galactic Empire for a safe and secure society. And everyone starts cheering. And then we get the awesome line from Padme. Would you like to say it? This is how liberty dies. With thunderous applause. Beautiful line. I just got chills when you said it. I got chills yeah. when she said it. Incredibly done. Yeah. And I mean, at the end of the day, this is, you know, a political story. Mm -hmm. And I think this one more so than the other trilogy. And... At this moment, we have a dictator, and he's just, yeah. he never gave back the power he promised he would. And everyone's into it. They're all about and it. Everyone's like, cheering. Yeah. Which is the most terrifying part. Yeah. It's like the Jedi have been trying to help you for years and years. And then this one dude is like, oh, they're bad. And you're like, oh, I'll believe it. Yeah. I mean, it feels believable because there have been so many times in the history of the world and the US where that sort of thing happens. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's don't it's believe scary. everything you read on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> but believe everything you read about Leah on the internet. Oh, yeah. Everything's factual. <laughs> there is actually a website on the internet that says that I make $95 million a year. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you've been holding out on me. I'll give you a couple million for your troubles. Wow, $95 million a year? Kelly. Yeah, but it also says his relationships are private, which I'm like, I'm a girl. <laughs> oh, I've read this website. I've read this website. <laughs> Because I, I remember that part where they misgendered you very yeah, badly. Very badly. Which I was at first like, maybe there's another Kelly out there, but they got a lot of other information. Like they knew my birthday. They said like YouTuber. And I was like, oh, this is me. But they think I'm a boy. And they think you make $95 million and they think a I make $95 million a year. That's wild. <laughs> I would be living on an island somewhere. That's what I say. If I had that much money, y'all are never hearing from me again. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Goodbye. Anyway. And Anyway. Anyway, we get back to Obi-Wan and he just recalibrated the code, telling the Jedi to stay away from the temple. And Yoda says that it's going to take a while for the clones to realize that they did that. Mm -hmm. And then they start to leave. But then Obi's like, wait, 
I have to know something. And he checks the security footage. And Yoda is like, don't do it. You're only going to hurt yourself. You're going to be in a lot of pain. But Obi looks and he sees Anakin pledging himself to Palpatine. And Yoda is like, we need to defeat the Empire. And Anakin says, send me to kill the Emperor, but I cannot kill Anakin. And Yoda is like, well, you're not strong enough to face Palpatine. And Obi says that Anakin is like his brother. And he actually says that a few times in this section. And I wanted to talk to you about this. Okay. When you have a master student relationship, I feel like it should feel more like a father-son relationship. And the fact that Obi thinks of him as a brother, to me, it just highlights how problematic it is. Yeah. Like, I I mean, we've said it so many times, but Obi Mm -hmm. wasn't in a position where he should have taken on a Padawan ever. Like that he wasn't there yet. He had just become a master and Mm -hmm. he only did it for Qui-Gon and the council really, I think, dropped the ball in the situation and they never should have allowed this to happen. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, I think both of us having siblings, we can say for sure, you know, it's a very, very different relationship to think of somebody like a sibling, you know? And if that's the relationship that you're having, then it's not a teacher-student relationship. I mean, don't get me wrong, you can learn things from your siblings, but it's not that kind of relationship. It's different. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I just thought that was interesting to note. But Yoda does say that he's been twisted by the dark side and the boy you trained, gone he is. (laughs) Goodbye. When he said that line, I thought about the little boy from the first movie. I was actually thinking about that too because- Where did he go? Obi really did know him from such a young age, you know? Yeah, his whole life. So it's kind of crazy to have to see that twist. But I I do think that that's, like I said, the sibling thing is such a problem because having such a young kid like that, he should have just taken on a more fatherly role and had more strict rules with him. Definitely. Because if they were, if their relationship was brothers, then nobody was really disciplining him in the proper way that he needed to as a child. That is the words that I couldn't figure out when I was just trying to explain. Yes. Beautifully said. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So then Obi is like, well, I don't even know where to look for him. And Yoda says, look into your feelings. You'll find him. Mm -hmm. And then Obi looks into his feelings and is like, oh, Padme. Duh. Obviously. And then it goes to Padme and he's like, where's Anakin? When did you see him last? And she's like, oh, I saw him yesterday. And then he's like, do you know where he is? And she says, no. And then Obi's like, I need your help. He's in grave danger. And she says, from the Sith? And he says, no, from himself. And then he admits to her that Anakin has turned to the dark side. And she gets super upset. She's like, no, you're wrong. I don't believe you. And Obi is like, well, I saw the security footage of him killing young children. And Padme is like, no, not Anakin. He couldn't, which... Oh, she knows he would. Come on. He already did it. (laughs) He has literally said to her, I killed the women and children too. They were like animals, so I slaughtered them like animals. Not Anakin. And Padme is like, Anakin would never (laughs) kill kids. Aside from that one time he killed a bunch of kids. (laughs) Aside from that time he likened children to animals and said he slaughtered them. I just like Mm -hmm. can't imagine it, you know? Mm, Doesn't really sound like my Anakin. I don't think he would do it again, right? (laughs) And then Obi says that the Chancellor is behind everything, including the war, and that Anakin is his new Sith apprentice. And then 
and Padme is like, I don't believe you. I can't. And then Obi is like, I have to find him. And Padme is like, are you going to kill him? And Obi is like, he's become a great threat. And then Obi is like, Anakin's the father, isn't he? Mm. And Padme doesn't say anything. And then he's like, I'm sorry. And then he leaves. Oh my gosh. Pretty wild. I have a question for you. Oh, go ahead. About Mm Obi-Wan. Maybe I made this up. Maybe this came to me in a dream. But maybe Uh this is actually a conversation I had with somebody about the potential that Obi-Wan is in love with Padme thoughts. Okay. I would never have thought that except there's one moment at the end of the movie where he like touches her face. her face. Yeah. But I didn't think too much of it and looking at it with the lens that we have, if Obi thinks of Anakin like a brother, he could think of Padme like a sister. And I feel like that could be like a brotherly touch like an I love you. Not like an I'm in love with you. Okay. Just curious your thoughts. So no, I, I don't think too much of it. Yeah. I don't know if I do either, but it's always good to think about it. It's like one of those crack theories. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I think there's another theory that like he's really the father of her children, which is that's stupid. That's, that's stupid. dumb. That's not. Yeah. But honestly, would be for would it. Would be better. Does be anybody want to write a little fan fiction for us? <laughs> I'm sure somebody has. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So then we go back to Mustafar and we see all of the dead separationists scattered and Anakin is looking off at the magma and he's crying. I loved this whole section. I mean, evil Anakin 100%. is better, in my opinion, more interesting, so much better than good Anakin. Mm-hmm. I like him full evil. Him just like yeah. looking at his destruction and warring with the the feelings inside him. I think it it. makes him so much more compelling seeing how hard it is for him. Like, obviously he is evil, but I think he, in the process of doing it, is struggling with the fact that he is now evil. I think he hates it, but he feels like he has nothing else right now. Exactly. And all he has to live for is Padme, and he's doing this Oh, we'll get to it. No, I don't want to get into it now, but when he talks to her later, the stuff that he says is like, (sighs) crazy. And then we see Padme leaving on a ship C-3PO coming with her and then it looks like Obi-Wan snuck onto the ship he searched his feelings which he did (laughs) yeah he did he did sneak onto the ship (laughs) and then Palpatine FaceTimes Anakin much like how you and I are FaceTiming now Mm -hmm. and Anakin is like the separationists have been dealt with and Palpatine says to send a message to the Trade Federation that all droid units must shut down immediately what is the significance of that because if it was mentioned again in this movie I did not notice yeah it wasn't mentioned ever again. My thought is that, you know, how there was the droid army versus the clone army. The droid army is under the influence of the Trade Federation. Palpatine just went against the Trade Federation by murdering Sad Fish Boy. And Mm -hmm. so he doesn't want them to use it. That would be my assumption, but it's never mentioned again. (laughs) Okay, that makes sense. Because I was like waiting for that to come back, but it didn't. Yeah, no, it didn't. (laughs) So then they end their FaceTime call and Anakin sees a ship approaching and it's Padme and C-3PO and Padme runs out of the ship. She runs towards him. She runs pretty fast for a woman who's about to give birth. Heavily pregnant woman. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I've never been pregnant, but I've never seen a pregnant woman run that fast. That pregnant. Well, okay. I justified it because I didn't think she was that pregnant because I I could be totally wrong about this because not only have I never been pregnant, but I have not had too many friends or family that have been pregnant either. So I could be totally wrong, but I'm pretty 
pretty sure that twins tend to be born earlier. Early. Yeah, they do. So maybe she wasn't that pregnant. That is an early thing. Okay, yeah. cool. So I didn't just make that up. Twins no, do not true. run in my family. Anyway, Anakin is like, what are you doing here? And Padme is like, I was worried about you. Obi-Wan told me all this terrible stuff. And he's like, what stuff did he tell you? And then she's like, he said that you were killing younglings and that you turned to the dark side. And he's like, Obi-Wan is trying to turn you against me. And Padme is like, no, he cares about us. And Anakin is like, us? And she's like, he knows, which <sighs> I thought was really intense. Yeah. And she said, he wants to help you. And then she says, all I want is your love. And then Anakin says something I think is a little shocking, which is love won't save you. Only my new powers can do that. Yeah, this is the scene I was just mentioning before that just gives me chills because she's saying like, this is what I want from you. And he's like, yes, I'm doing what you want so we can mm-hmm. be together. And she's like, no, you're not listening. Like, I just want mm-hmm. love. You want power. Yeah. Which is the name of Halsey's album. If I can't have love, I want power. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> oh my a great gosh. album. <laughs> but yeah, he's almost making it as if he's doing this for her. Yeah. But this isn't even what she wants. She didn't ask for any of this. That She yeah. was certain she would be fine in childbirth. And truthfully, she probably would have been. He set off his dream into motion. Like he tried mm-hmm. to prevent it from happening and he literally walked into the trap that made it happen. Well, that is another conversation about fate because mm. when you have a premonition, I love the theory that it always comes to fruition, even if you no matter what cause it because you know about it and you're trying to prevent it from happening. Yeah. So I love that that happened. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so he says, love won't save you. Only my new powers can. And she says, at what cost? You're a good person. Don't do this. And he's like, I'm not going to lose you how I lost my mom. And I'm more powerful than any Jedi. And she's like, let's run away. And he says that they don't have to do it anymore. This is when he starts to get a little unhinged. And he says he's more powerful than the Chancellor. He can overthrow him. And together, he and Padme can rule the galaxy. And it's like, when did she say that this is what she wanted? And when did he say that this is what he wanted? Yeah. And she's literally saying in this moment that she's willing to overlook the fact that you just murdered a bunch of kids. And she's willing to run away with you and live in hiding so that you three Mm -hmm. can be together. Four. Because there's two babies. But she doesn't know that at this moment. And neither does he. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, so she starts backing up. She is definitely terrified by that. And she's like, I can't believe what I'm hearing. Obi-Wan was right. You've changed. And he's like, don't turn against me. And she says, I don't know you anymore. You're breaking my heart. You're going down a path I can't follow. The chills. And he is looking behind her and blaming Obi-Wan, which I think it's pretty apparent before we even see him that he's standing there. But he's like, it's Obi's fault. And she's like, no, it's because of what you've done. Yeah, I love that too, that she was putting the blame onto him. He keeps Mm -hmm. putting the blame on other people and she says, no, this is happening because of you Mm -hmm. and you alone. So then Obi pops out of the ship and Anakin is like, you're a liar. You brought him here to betray me. And then he starts choking her with the force, which I was like, hey, he does that a lot in the original trilogy. He sure does. He's really into that. (laughs) So he starts choking her with the force and she passes out and Anakin is like, you turned her against me because he is dense and he doesn't listen to anything that she says. And Obi's like, you did that yourself. And Anakin is screaming and he's like, you will not take her from me. And Obi's like, you already did take her away from yourself. And he says, you've become the very thing you swore to destroy, Mm. which I love that line. But also Padme said that already. But it was cool when she said it too. Yeah. I mean, it's a good line. So good that it had to be said twice, I suppose. So then Anakin is going (laughs) on a little bit of a rant and sounding super unhinged at this point. And he's like, oh, my empire, blah, blah, blah. And Obi is like, your empire? And Anakin is like, 
like, don't make me kill you. And then he says, if you're not with me, then you're my enemy. And Obi says one of the coolest lines, which is only a Sif deals mm. in absolutes. And then he pulls out his lightsaber and they start fighting. Ugh, one of the best lightsaber battles. There was a lot of really cool lightsaber battle moments in this section. Yeah. A lot of it I didn't even write. I was like, I you just... got to appreciate it. Lucky for you. I wrote down all the details. Yeah. So then we go back to our little intercutting moments. We've got Yoda going to Palpatine. His guards try to stop Yoda, but Yoda just knocks them out. And Yoda says, I hear you have a new apprentice, Emperor. Or should I call you Darth Sidious? And Palpatine Ooh. is like, oh, you're alive. And he's like, are you surprised? <laughs> and then Palpatine starts shooting sparks at him and just knocks him out. And yeah. then we are intercutting between the lightsaber battle, which is really cool. And then Palpatine, who is cackling evilly and he's walking over and he's like, I've waited a long time for this moment. But then Yoda gets up and Palpatine is like, the Jedi are no more. And Yoda is like, not if anything to say about it, I have. Which I was like, dude, just uh, say it in a normal way. It's still a good line, though. There's another one that I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> it was actually the next line. So Palpatine makes a run for it. But Yoda's like, if you're so strong, why leave? And he pulls out his lightsaber. And I was like, Yoda is the coolest character in this franchise. We have to watch the Clone Wars, though, okay. because Yoda's all in it. Okay, cool. So Palpatine is like, my new apprentice will be stronger than both of us. And then this is when Yoda says, I, I was like, I am struggling to understand what he's saying because he's like, you've misplaced your trust in your apprentice and also in the dark side of the force. But he's like, misplaced your trust, your apprentice you have. Dark side of the force, you have misplaced trust in yours. And I was like, oh, <laughs> how can you talk like this? How has he gone it's through tough. 800 it's years tough. of life talking like this? Maybe that's how they spoke 800 years ago. And he's the only one who remembers. Perhaps. So then they start going on a little fight. And then meanwhile, Obi-Wan is pinned down and he actually almost gets his head cut off with a lightsaber. Yeah, that was crazy. But he does manage to escape it. And then we see Yoda and Palpatine fighting on this tower thing that's kind of opening up into the Senate room. It's like where Palpatine usually does his speeches from. Yeah. And then we see Obi-Wan and Anakin. They're trying to use the force on each other, but they blow apart and they keep fighting. But one of them tripped up some alarm sort of thing. I'm not 100% sure what it did, but the place starts falling apart. Yeah. I also like that, you know, back to the whole Obi calling Anakin his brother. I love how mm -hmm. evenly matched they are in this fight. And I love that they both have blue lightsabers. I thought that was an interesting detail. Yeah, I think that there are a lot of really cool visual cues in this last section and that being one of them that like they're supposed to be fighting mm -hmm. on the same side, but they're not. Yeah. So then we see Palpatine. He's throwing Senate chairs at Ugh. Yoda, but Yoda is a spry fellow. Let me tell you. He sure is. I think that limp in the cane is an act. You do? It's gotta be, right? I thought he just uses the force to, you know, get a little boost when he needs it. Uh, that could be it too. Yeah, that's a good thought. So then Palpatine is throwing sparks at him, but Yoda is just too strong and he kind of knocks Palpatine back, but both of them actually fall and Yoda falls to the ground and Palpatine is kind of like struggling to hold on to one of the chairs. And then we actually had this really weird shot of Yoda's robe landing on a pole, which I thought was going to be important, but it wasn't. Yeah, that was weird. I don't know. Why did they do that? <laughs> and then we see Obi-Wan and Anakin. They are on an incredibly thin pipe over magma. And at this point, I was like, okay, they're on a volcanic planet. But when you are this close to magma, you are dead. Oh, uh, you said this during Lord of the Rings, too. <laughs> 
It bothers me so much. They would be on fire and dead at the same time. They would be dead. You don't have to touch it to be dead. If you're that close to it, you are dead. Because the air is so hot. Yeah. No, you would catch on fire immediately. Not to mention, there's little sparks and magma everywhere. Yeah, one lands on you, your whole body. I mean, we see that later. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. So it is cool, though, because they're battling while there's like bubbling and exploding in the background. So I get it for the visual reasons, but I'm annoyed by it. Mm -hmm. And then Yoda is sneaking through some pipes. Palpatine's looking for him and he sends some clones to search for him. But then he also says he needs his ship to be readied because he senses that Lord Vader is in danger. And then I just wrote down, speaking of, with all this magma, how are these guys not on fire, LOL? Also, I loved the imagery of Anakin still trying to justify what he's done. They're on this like burning planet where everything is fire around them. And he's like, I brought peace to the universe. I brought peace. I brought peace. And he's like saying things like that. And it's like, is this peace? Like, is this what peace looks like to you? And I thought that was a really cool imagery. That is cool. I hadn't even thought about that. But the structure starts falling apart as they're fighting. So it's interesting to see as we cut back and forth, they kind of have less and less to work with, which is pretty wild. It's a pretty cool fight. And then Yoda gets into a cruiser with the senator and he says he needs to go into exile. And he says, that he's failed which made me really sad Aww, for him yeah me too and then I wrote actually there was this one part where they were kind of climbing up a tower and fighting and I wrote in this shot with Obi-Wan and Anakin Anakin looks so much like Luke for a second I actually wrote down Luke oh my gosh he kind of does with the hair which I know I, I don't think these actors are related but the no, way that they had <laughs> it with like the faces he was making and his hair being long and I don't know it just he looked like Luke a couple times I thought it was pretty cool yeah I could see that I could see that. And then Obi jumps onto, I don't know, was it a piece of debris or was it a droid? Yeah, I think it was just debris. And then Anakin lands on a droid and then they keep on fighting and Obi is like, I failed you, Anakin. And Anakin is like, I should have known the Jedi wanted to take over. And Obi's like, Anakin, Palpatine is evil. You're an idiot. He didn't say you're an idiot, but he was thinking it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Anakin is like, in my mind, the Jedi are evil. And Obi says, well, then you are lost. And then I actually wrote this down. I remember you said in episode one that you were annoyed how in the original trilogy Obi-Wan was saying that Anakin was a great man yeah I feel like this was the moment where I was like I actually get why he said that because him saying well then you're lost to me says up until this moment despite the annoying things that Anakin did Obi truly thought he was great yeah I think he did and he really thought he was going to bring balance to the force for Mm -hmm. me it was more he's barely a man he's like 22 (laughs) okay that I get (laughs) maybe he's like 25 at most Like, you're barely a man. I'm 30 and I'm barely a woman. (laughs) You're more like a slug than a woman at this point. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So it's more like the use of, like, man. Like, he's not a man. Okay, because I was thinking, like, I kind of agreed with you in the sense that I was like, he wasn't great. But now I'm like, in Obi's eyes, he thinks this guy's a brother. In Obi's eyes, he was. He thinks he's a great Mm -hmm. person, a great Jedi, blah, 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 all this stuff. So then Anakin is like, this is the end for you, my master. And then he jumps onto the same piece of debris and they start fighting and then Obi jumps off onto a rock and then he says a line that I would consider to be potentially the second most iconic line of the franchise the first being Luke I'm your father which is wrong and the second being (laughs) it's over Anakin I have the high ground which I've always been like I can't wait to find out what that means I still have no idea what that means what he's higher up what does that mean who cares yeah I mean literally if you have the higher ground you're in a more favorable position to win a battle Um, if you are higher than the other person. So I was like, this still means nothing to me. I've learned nothing. Legitimately, I have the higher ground. It, it means 
it like literally. literally. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then Anakin is like, you underestimate my power, which is another reaction gift. We got a lot of those. Yeah. And then he tries jumping onto the rock. I wrote down that Obi-Wan cut his legs off. I didn't realize that we also got he another also, arm cutting off here. We got another arm. So my joke reaction that we were getting four more was actually right. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I am good at this. Oh my gosh. I know. And I yeah, that's a total of eight. I think it was 10 for the original and eight for this one. Can we just take a moment to talk about how when we had three arm cuttings off in episodes four, five, and six, I was like, there has to be some sort of significance. It keeps happening. <laughs> Little did I know that it was going to happen 18 times in this franchise. Yeah, literally so many times. I am so good at noticing this symbolism, which I have yet yeah. to decipher, but trust but me. But like, what does it I mean? I will be writing essays on it. If I ever become a film professor, that's going to be like my end of year project for my students. I'm yeah. be like, what's the significance <laughs> of all the arm cuttings off? You have to watch all nine movies, count all the arm cutting offings, and tell me the meaning. <laughs> what is the meaning? What is the meaning? We have Somebody to Somebody tell me the meaning, please. I can't sleep anymore. <laughs> but yeah, so Anakin got all of his other limbs cut off and he's screaming, which I'm like, thank you. Okay, second character who reacts properly to getting appendages yeah. cut off because yes. it's terrifying. I thought Luke responded pretty well. Luke was like holding his arm and like screaming. Yeah, too. I guess that's true. But I mean, he was kind of casual about it, but at the same time, his life was in danger. So it makes sense. Yeah. But everybody mm-hmm. else is usually just like, <gasps> and they just look at it, which I guess is shock. Yeah. So maybe that makes sense too. I don't know. Anywho, Obi-Wan is actually crying a little bit or maybe he was just really sweaty, yeah. but he was like, you were the chosen one. You were supposed to destroy the Sith, not become one. You were supposed to bring balance to the force, which I have more thoughts on because you and I were talking about mm. this in the last section and you said maybe he's not the chosen one. Maybe he's not the one that the prophecy was about. I was thinking about how right before he died, he went back to the good side and he did technically bring balance to the force again. He did technically. It took him a while to get there, but he figured it out. So the prophecy was true for him. I mean, it could have been Luke, but Luke was never, I feel like the way they talk about Anakin being so strong with the force, I feel like Luke was never given similar praise. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, he was one with the force, but he wasn't like the greatest. Like Anakin was the greatest. Yeah, so that's why I still think it was Anakin, but I think in some twisted way, he still fulfilled the prophecy. But like I said, fate, things are going to happen no matter what. And it just, that was the path it took for him to bring balance to the force. Yeah, it was like a roundabout way, but it happened. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, But this section, can I say, Mm -hmm. something happened. What happened to you? Did you cry? I cried during this (laughs) section. Yeah, I did. (laughs) Yeah, so Obi-Wan's walking away. Anakin's screaming, I hate you. Obi-Wan says, you were my brother, Anakin. I loved you. Anakin catches fire. Leah's crying. Anakin's screaming. All sorts of stuff is happening. You know, I I talk a lot of smack on the prequel trilogy, but if just for this part, it's all worth it for me. I love this section so much. It it is pretty cool. And Obi walks away, but Anakin is not dead. Nope. He sure isn't. (laughs) Well, we, we kind of knew but that. I'm sure he wishes he was. Also, though. can I point out, remember in last episode, I said that he was going to yeah. be left for dead and then Palpatine was going to pop on over and grab him? Oh, yeah. You predict- You said he was going to like get exploded or something. I mean- Pretty close. It, pretty close. Yeah. Pretty close. So then he <laughs> returns to the ship. C-3PO is like, come on, we got to get out of here. Padme is pretty much unconscious. She wakes up for a second and she asks if Anakin is all right, but then she passes out again. Obi-Wan- 
rubs her face in what I would consider to be a brotherly way. And then they leave. Obi-Wan's really sad. Anakin, still surviving, still thriving, pulls himself up the rock. Well, I wouldn't say he's thriving, but surviving. (laughs) He's thriving in his own way. He is not thriving. (laughs) Well, Palpatine arrives and he finds Anakin and he's going to save him. Don't worry. And meanwhile, I wrote Yoda is somewhere, question mark. Where are they? They're on some crater? I don't know. I know he's with Organa somewhere, but I don't know where. Yeah. So the senator does come in. He's like, Obi-Wan made contact. And then Obi-Wan flies to the planet. Obi's carrying Padme out. They have to take her to the medical bay immediately because she is in danger. And Palpatine brings Vader's body back in a cool little shot of him being taken out in some coffin looking thing. I think this whole back and forth between Padme and Anakin was really cool. Beautiful. Stunning. The mirror. Oh, gorgeous. So a droid comes out of the little medical center and tells Obi-Wan that Padme is physically healthy, but for some reason she is dying and they don't really understand why, but they're saying basically she's just losing her will to live, which is really sad. But then they said they need to operate to save her babies and they're like, babies? And the droid is like, oh yeah, she's carrying twins. And then we get my absolute favorite mirror shot of Padme laying on this little gurney thing and then we also get Anakin Mm -hmm. also laying down being operated on but he is awake and he is screaming yeah which is terrifying oh my gosh the whole thing is just crazy and then Padme's crying the first baby gets delivered she names him Luke and then (laughs) we had a great moment I'm cracking up because I wrote down I wish this was my gynecologist (laughs) because the doctor is like ooh bah ooh bah and I was like I wish that my gynecologist would coo at me like that like that should be standard the midwife is a vibe for sure such a vibe love it love the voice love the little song incredible i think that's her language but oh (laughs) i wish my gynecologist spoke that language i don't remember obviously like exactly what she said but when she brings out luke she says like ooh ba yee and then she brings out leia she's like ooh ba ya so like there was a difference in it because one was a boy and one was a girl (laughs) i know but i just loved it It was cute. (laughs) Yeah, so the second baby does come out. It's a girl. And then Anakin's body is restored. They're popping the little Darth Vader mask on him. And he does this little Darth Vader breathing. And the transformation (sighs) is complete. Anakin is dead. And I actually wrote him down as Vader for the rest of my notes. Which I thought was a pretty cool way of saying Anakin is dead. He was. So then Padme asks for Obi-Wan, who's right there. Which I also have to say, interesting that they didn't show any clips of the dreams that Anakin was having, like her crying and being like, I can't do this. Yeah. But yeah, so she calls over Obi-Wan. He's right there. And she's like, I know there's some good in him. I know there's still, and then she dies. Of a broken heart. And then as she dies, Darth is reborn. Yeah. And he is looking like a baddie. Yeah. Oh, man. Putting on the mask is so wild. Powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And Palpatine comes up to him and he's like, can you hear me? And Vader's like, yes, master. Where's Padme? Is she safe? Is she all right? And Palpatine says, it seems in your anger you killed her. And Vader's like, no, that can't be right. I felt her. She was alive. And he starts screaming. Machinery starts breaking. Palpatine smiles very evilly. And then Vader's like, no. 
before, Mm -hmm. which I also thought was pretty cool. And I think this makes sense why he'd stay on the dark side, because literally the only thing he had to live for was Padme, and now she's gone. And did Palpatine even know that she was dead, or did he just say that because he knew- I'm sure he just said it. Darth had nothing left to live for. Yeah. Yeah. So then we have another little meeting with Yoda and Obi-Wan and the senator, and he says the babies need to be hidden, and they decide that they need to split them up. And the senator says that him and his wife will take the girl because they've always wanted to adopt a baby girl. And I actually did cry at this point. And I'm <gasps> I tearing up knew now. It. I knew you were going to say that you cried. I don't know why. I but I just it. felt like that was like a sweet moment. It that was. He said that, and he said she'll be loved. So I'm tearing up. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, what of the boy? And Yoda says he should go back to his family in Tatooine. And he says, until the time is right, we just have to disappear. So now I have to ask you, Mm -hmm. do you think that this was a well thought out plan by the writer of this that let's hide the babies? We'll put one on Alderaan and we'll give her a fake name, Leia Organa. We'll put the other one with her family and call him Luke Skywalker. (laughs) Yeah, actually, (laughs) now that you mention it, pretty bad idea. It's almost like hiding him in plain sight i suppose but like yeah. come on well yeah i guess that's weird because it's not like darth knew that the baby survived her dying yeah that's true so they could have just given him a random name they could have just called him luke smith yeah and it would have been fine <laughs> yeah yeah but obi-wan does say he's gonna watch over him and this was i actually teared up multiple times in the end of this movie which was like two seconds long but <laughs> yoda's like oh while you're on tatooine watching over him i actually have a mission for you an old friend learned the path to immortality and obi is like qui-gon and then i teared up again (laughs) yeah (laughs) because i love (laughs) qui-gon or as i like to call him qui or liam (laughs) yeah (laughs) liam (laughs) and then yoda says he's gonna teach them how to chat with each other which made me so happy and teary-eyed actually at this point ryan came in and was like what are we making for dinner and i was like crying at my computer and he's like i'll go (laughs) Uh, i'll come back later yeah but i I like that it sort of explains like how Luke was able to talk to Obi-Wan after he died it's like you know mm. they figured this out yeah very sweet and it, it kind of explains why we haven't seen that yet yeah in this prequel mm-hmm. oh and you know what I just had a thought maybe <laughs> that's why none of the Jedi disappeared because they didn't know how to get to the immortal yeah plane world <gasps> could that yeah. be could I have just unlocked something I never thought of yeah. that before and here you were chanting bad writing and you were wrong I was wrong the whole time it's been great writing every single step of the way it's been great writing great writing I searched my feelings and I knew it to be true and mm-hmm. yeah all the other repeated lines we pulled you back from the dark side <laughs> but yeah maybe that's a thing maybe that's why yeah you actually became the very thing you swore to destroy yep that's, which was bad mm-hmm. writing <laughs> <laughs> I have the higher ground anyway continuing so then we cut to the senator he's dropping off C-3PO and R2-D2 with his crew and he's like oh wipe the protocol droid's memory Mm. and C-3PO is like uh oh so I guess that explains why he doesn't know any of this yeah and it also explains how he ended up on the ship Mm -hmm. with the message well R2-D2 got the message yeah. to bring to Obi-Wan because they were with the Organas. I asked that so many times in the beginning of this and I was like, this is BS. How did he end up here if he ended up, if he was Anakin's the whole time, blah, blah, blah. So it all comes full circle. And even like Obi-Wan not remembering R2-D2 when he's like, oh, I don't remember ever having an R2 unit. I mean, he technically never really did because he was always with R4. R2 was mm-hmm. always with Anakin. So I'm sure yeah. he comes across a lot of droids. He just forgot about him. Yeah. 
No, that totally makes sense because he didn't really have much interaction with R2. R4 was his. And he didn't really like R2. He was always making fun of him. Oh, yeah, that's true. So then we have the funeral procession for Padme. And I teared up again at this just because seeing everybody all sad and, you know, walking. Jar Jar Banks. I didn't cry because of him. Well, he was there just (laughs) coming out. (laughs) Jar Jar Banks made me sob. No, (laughs) but she was actually holding the pendant that Anakin made her. Yeah, back in the day. And I don't know, that like made me a little sad too. Yeah. And then Darth Vader and Palpatine, aka Sidious, were standing on their ship watching the building of the Death Star. And it's a little unclear if this was the intention, but I assume it had to be. But do you Mm -hmm. remember back in episode four, like the main guy on the Death Star was a guy named Tarkin. He had like super sunken cheeks. Yeah. I think the guy standing next to them Mm -hmm. when they looked at the Death Star was Tarkin. I actually saw that too and yeah. thought that that might be the guy. But then I was like, eh, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I think it was. <laughs> That's though. pretty cool. <laughs> and then we see the senator bringing his wife, their new baby girl. I, I mean, at this point, I was just crying. So <laughs> yes, I don't know. One cry for both of us. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I feel like this whole ending, I was just teary the whole time. Yeah. I mean, it's not a happy ending. And then <laughs> Obi-Wan brings the Lars family, baby Luke, and the two parents whose names I don't remember. Owen and Baru. Owen and Baru stand and look out at the two rising suns of Tatooine. And I don't know. It's just hopeful. <laughs> it is. And the next movie is A New Hope. Well, that like, you know, then we already watched that one. But <laughs> yeah, but it was good. It was good. It was, though. Yeah. You know, I was mad for the majority. No, not for the majority. For the second episode and maybe half of this episode, episode three. It was a good prequel trilogy, though. I think that the ending really ties it together. Made it worth it. Because I just forget about all the stuff that I hated about it when I mm-hmm. to the end. 100%. And honestly, I really enjoyed episode one as well. I enjoyed episode one more than I remember usually enjoying it. Like, I usually put number one as my least favorite, but oh my gosh, it's number two. It's number two. So bad. Oh God, so bad. Yeah. Actually, it's there's another one that's my least favorite, but we haven't watched that one yet. (gasps) Yay. Well, (laughs) let me bring you over to the dark side and tell you why they're actually not terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me why they're not terrible. I don't think that they're terrible. So but. what is the next trilogy? It's the future? Yeah, it's the future. 30 years pass between episode six and episode seven. Okay. So is Luke Skywalker in it? I don't really want to tell you anything about okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Don't tell me anything. But I, I couldn't make it a prediction because I have no idea what it's about. Yeah. Do you want to know what it's called? Should I guess? Go ahead. Mm, I'm trying to think if I've ever heard anything. I know that there's a girl who's a Jedi and her name is Kylo or something. Something? No. <laughs> okay. Close. Okay. Kylo is a character, but Kylo is not a girl. Do you know any actors in this movie? Ren. Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren, yeah. That's the girl? No, that's oh. Kylo Ren. That's it's a guy. Oh, okay. Do you know who plays him? Yeah. Is is it's the guy who's played by Adam Driver? Yeah, that's Adam Driver. Kylo Ren. Okay. Yeah, I only know that because I, I don't know if I mentioned this to you before, but I read a romance book that was originally yes. a fan fiction mm-hmm. of Kylo Ren, which I thought Kylo and Ren were two separate characters. No. No, 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 no. But the, the girl's name is similar. Kylo Ren is Adam Driver and then the girl is Ray. Oh, how convenient. Ren yeah. and Ray. Yeah, Ren and Ray. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, I have no idea anything about it, but I do hope that we get to see Han Solo and Chewie, and I guess we're not going to see Yoda, but maybe there's going to be another Yoda... Force ghost. What's Yoda's species again? That's a great question. Mandalorian? No, he's not a Mandalorian. <laughs> okay, well, I know the Mandalorian palette has baby Yoda on it, the eyeshadow palette that I have. I actually don't know the name of Yoda's species. Mandalorian are something totally different, but actually, you know who is a Mandalorian? Who? Boba Fett is a Mandalorian. Gasp. But isn't yeah. Boba Fett just a clone? Yeah, but he's, you have to watch The Mandalorian. It's good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we'll come back next week and I will be a little bit wiser to the ways of, oh, wait, I didn't guess the name of the movie. What were you about to say? I was going to say A New Hope again. <laughs> no, no, no. So episode seven is called Star Wars. Episode 7, The Force Awakens. Ooh, I like that. Which makes you wonder, what happened to the Force? A new Jedi is coming. But what happened to the Force in those 30 years? Where'd it go? It was sleeping. But didn't Luke wake it up? Why did it go back to sleep? <laughs> it was still pretty tired. It was like, I need a couple more hours. That's me right now. <laughs> yeah. Let me get a small nap in. <laughs> quick 30-year nap. Oh, the Force is finally awakening. <laughs> okay, we'll see you next week. See you next week. You've been listening to the It's All Geek to Me podcast, hosted by Leah and Kelly. Make sure to hit subscribe in your favorite podcast player and give us a rating. You can also follow us on Twitter at All Geek Podcast. New episodes drop every Thursday. See you next week.